From the campus at Northern State University, this is an EdTech podcast for South Dakota teachers. So I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you that I actually have classes that I teach. (gasps) Really? I have classes? Yes, I do. I teach classes at the university. Anyway, all joking aside, I have a master's class that I teach, and it's full of wonderful, very talented, and very smart teachers who help educate the youth of our beautiful nation. So what I did was I decided to ask them, what is your favorite technology tool? And tell me a little bit about how you use it in your classroom. And I asked these teachers to create some recordings sharing their favorite tools and how they use them in the classroom. And now I have the opportunity over the next few podcast episodes to share these with you. And we got some wonderful results, but I also found from this process that no two teachers seem to have the same tool. Different subject areas probably call for some of that variation in tools. And of course, different teachers have different preferences. But what we got were a lot of wonderful recordings that share some great technology websites and apps and tools that teachers use, and I think it's awesome. So let's go ahead and start with some of these. Today's episode is going to be focused more on classroom management type tools. We got two or three of these classroom management tools from our teachers who suggested a few of these, and it's good to hear from their own voices and what they have done in their classroom. So let's hear it. Hello everyone, my name is Katie Smith, and I am a graduate student at Northern State University pursuing my master's in teaching education. I'm a third grade teacher in Timberlake, and the website I'm going to share with you is GoNoodle.com. It is a great website with brain breaks, as you call them. Um, I stumbled upon it on Pinterest, and I wanted to find something that I could do in my classroom to give my kids a little exercise or a little relaxing time, just something to get them out of their chairs, whether it's because I need to transition to another subject or between tests, etc. I typically use this on Fridays. Um, We have our reading tests on Fridays, and between each test, I like to give them a little movement or relaxing time. So this is where we get to use the brain breaks. The kids really look forward to Fridays getting to dance around in the classroom it's 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 just great to see them shine and do their own thing um to start off you go to gonoodle.com and you register online it's free there are other versions that cost money but i use the free version provides lots of numerous um, videos for the students you register your class and when you do that you get to choose an animated character my kids get really excited um, when they get to choose the character. Right now, our character's name is Floyo, and the character starts out as like a little mini-me, and as you watch videos, they transform throughout until they gain to be their grown adult version of themselves. Um, the kids get always excited. After 10 videos, they grow, and they get really excited to see how they transform. Um, once you click on your animated character, you hit play, and when you do that, there are different tags as they're called or subtopics that you can click on to find videos. Um, There's calming, energizing, dancing, stretching and yoga, sports and exercise, core aligned, and games. Um, The ones we most commonly use in my classroom are the dancing or energizing and the sports and exercise. I've got a pretty active group this year so sometimes we go to the calming just to kind of relax and enjoy the day. Um, 
Under the calming, they have an animated character that likes to do some breathing and stretching techniques. They are, they're pretty short videos, typically from one to four minutes. Um, the dancing has a lot of um, Zumba videos with kids, and it's great because it has up-to-date pop songs like Happy, Brave, Party Rock, Anthem. I mean, the kids really enjoy it because they can relate to the popular songs with moves with kids their age. Um, a new favorite in our classroom is the sports and exercise. They provide track and field events related with the Olympics. It's kind of cool. They have the 100-meter sprint, triple jump, um, discus and high jump, javelin. And what happens is the um, you click on it and the, the character from an Olympic event will show the students how to stretch and do their event and then the students get to compete as an animated character. It's really fun. The kids get excited and the teacher controls whether they're in first, second, or third. And from there they go from the city trials eventually to the Olympics. It's a fun progression for the kids and they really like to see how they do in the races and it's just great to see them learning the technique as well. Um, it is a fun website. The kids really look forward to using it. It's easy to navigate. The kids typically tend to navigate it once I'm logged in and it's just fun environment for the kids to take a little break either between subjects or tests etc. They also one new addition is they have an indoor recess which has a little bit longer version of videos so say you get stuck inside you can click on one video they're typically between 7 and 15 minutes long and it's just a combination of different videos from the website. Um, it's a great tool I highly recommend it and thank you. So as you can see, part of any good classroom management routine in involves student activities, right? Especially for early elementary school. Those kids need to get up and do something every once in a while. So this GoNoodle website can help you manage the classroom in a good way. All right, next we're going to hear about another important classroom management app that has become quite popular over time called Class Dojo. Hi, this is Nancy Purdy. And I am going to do my project on a website called classdojo.com. C-L-A-S-S-D-O-J-O.com. This is a classroom management website, and it is geared more for elementary teachers. Uh, maybe more for lower elementary teachers, but my fifth graders seem to like it as well. When you log, go to this site, you can set up an account and you name your class and you can set up different classes as well if you see multiple classes during the day uh, and then there's a section for positive rewards and a section for needs work you can take their suggestions or you can set up your own for instance I have one that says uh, brought instrument um, that might not pertain to some of you but for me that's a um, a big reward has all their winter clothing uh, helping others is another positive one a needs work one might be talking without permission up out of their seat or bothering others and what you do is you keep this website up all day and then as students do positive things or things that need work you just go over and click on their name and select what they need work on and then it makes a little noise depending on how loud you have your volume. There's a special noise for positive, and then there's a special noise for negative. 
Uh, and when, when the students hear those noises, they really perk up and notice that, oh, maybe we better straighten up our behavior. Um, it also has a built-in report generator. There's a donut shape uh, circle that comes up and it shows all of the positive and negatives that have been awarded that day. And then it gives you a percent of positives. You can also put this into a spreadsheet. And the nice thing is that these reports can be emailed to parents. So if you have a student who is maybe on an IEP or some type of discipline plan, this would be a great way to keep in contact and have a written record for the parents to see. But it's also a nice way to reward those students who do those positive things during the day, such as helping others um, and being quiet. You can give them points for that as well. So this classroom website again is classdojo.com and it's a great classroom management for elementary teachers. So Class Dojo is another fantastic classroom management tool that can help you to manage your classroom. Now we will hear about some other tools that are not as tightly based with classroom management but can certainly be connected to the idea of classroom management because of the ways that the teachers who are mentioning them use them in the classroom. So first we'll hear about Doodle Buddy, and then we'll hear about YouTube as a classroom management tool. YouTube as a classroom management tool? Yes. Yes. Good morning. My name is Matt Bastian. I'm a graduate student from Northern State University. This morning I'm going to talk to you a little bit about an app that I use in my class uh, as I go over worksheets. I use the app off of my iPad, which uh, we also have our Apple TVs connected to our projector. And with this app, I'm a lot, or it allows me to be able to move around the room and be able to help students a little bit, as well as uh, demonstrate an example problem up on the board. The app that I want to talk to you today about is called Doodle Buddy. Doodle Buddy is a, a blank, it's an app that you're able to allow, or that allows you to be able to draw on it and things like that. How I use this app in my classroom is, uh, I take a picture, and uh, there's a camera part to it, portion, that allows you to take a picture of your worksheet. With that picture, then I'm, I'm able to project that up onto the Promethean board. What the app allows me to do then is to draw and trace over the top of uh, uh, the worksheet. Students seem to uh, like uh, the use of this app as the having the problem drawn up or the worksheet, their worksheet that they have in their own hand as well, up on the Promethean board and being able to see that seems to help them relate to the problem a little bit. Uh, the, the other thing like I had mentioned earlier is the uh, process of being able to maneuver around the room and being able to help and making sure that students are able to do uh, the work themselves. Another way that I have used this app too is to pass around my iPad with uh, the worksheet on there and the students being able to write on uh, the Promethean board without having to get out of their seat. 
students really enjoy that part of it due to the fact that they don't necessarily like to get up in front of the class and participate uh, up in front, kind of on stage, if you would, uh, in front of everybody. The, the app is very easy to use. As I mentioned, you take a picture of uh, your worksheet or anything that you would like to have projected by the Apple TV onto your Promethean board or smart board. And once you have that projected up there, then you tap on the pen or pencil and it allows you to then just trace over the top. Uh, some of the other things that I've used this app for as well as uh, just to do example problems without the worksheet or uh, having the students create their their own. found it very useful. Students seem to enjoy it due to the fact that um, it's a piece of technology that I'm able to incorporate into my class. Being a math teacher and teaching for the most part geometry, uh, there isn't a, a ton of technology that I use so when I do use technology the kids seem to um, respond well to that due to the fact that um, it's it kind of breaks up the everyday routine a little bit if you would in this class so the app again is doodle buddy and I use that to help outline my or uh, review some of the worksheets that we do and extra problems that we do in class. Hi everyone, I'm Katie Nock and I am a graduate student at Northern State University. I teach junior kindergarten and I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I use YouTube in my classroom. I absolutely love YouTube. I think that it helps enhance so much in the classroom and the kids love it and there's so many different things you can use YouTube for. Um, I know everyone knows what YouTube is, but I don't think people know some of the videos and different things you could find um, for teaching that can help with teaching and can really um, benefit your teaching. First of all, I always, every morning, we always go to YouTube and we do um, morning dancing or morning exercises. Um, there's different dancing videos. There's a Just Dance videos that the kids can follow along with the dancers. Um, there's different exercises and stretching that you can do, um, different videos. I love the ones that have the, they have the person sh um, doing the exercise to show the kids what to do. But then there's also a number on the screen. So they might say do 10 jumping jacks. So the kids can see the person doing jumping jacks. And they also see the number t the numbers up on the screen as they're counting to 10. So I kind of, I like to say doing, seeing, saying. So the kids are doing the activity, they're seeing the number, and they're saying it, saying the number and making all of those connections. Um, I think that that is just so beneficial in the kids, especially my age kids that I have, really, really love that. Um, we do the dances and exercises every morning, but we also do it several times throughout the day, um, especially on days where we have lots of indoor recess or the days get really long or just... If I really think that the kids are having a hard time concentrating or just really antsy and not really focusing, we will stop everything we're doing to do um, dancing time for the kids just to give them a little bit of a break. I also use YouTube as I introduce new topics. Um, I try to give videos um, with every topic just to help enhance some of the the ideas and learning that the kids can, can have with it. Um, there's 
a program called um, Have Fun Teaching, and they have a video for each letter. So when I'm introducing the letter M, really before I read a book about it or before we talk about it, I show them the video so they can see the letter M and they can they can hear the sounds and hear the different words. And there's a point where they say, um, write the letter in the air. And so kids love and they know that before we do anything, we're going to be able to watch the video to, to kind of get a base knowledge for what we're going to be going into. They have the same thing for numbers. Really awesome videos where you, the kids can see the numbers and they can count the numbers and see different um, ways you can make the numbers. Again, I do a lot of it is doing, seeing, saying. They're seeing it. They're saying it. A lot of times there's an activity with it, so they're doing it as well. Um, the kids, especially again at my age group, get really excited and just it just helps their enthusiasm for all of it. Um, another uh, lady that I love to find YouTube videos on is Dr. Jean. She has several dancing videos and several educational videos. But another thing that my kids love to do are her finger plays and her cheers. And my kids could sit and do all of her videos of her doing her different finger plays. They've gotten to know them now, so they can really recite them. And then another thing is her cheers that she does. My kids will sit for half hour and do the cheers and the finger plays if I let them. They love being able to do those with them with her. Um, one of my other things that I love the YouTube for is for informational videos. Um, I think a lot of people know about all the different things that I've talked about that you can find on YouTube, but I don't think people know as much about the informational videos that you can find. Um, as long as you're looking ahead and making sure you're finding appropriate videos for your class, there is pretty much a video an informational video for kids about everything. I have found awesome informational videos about different animals and the life cycles of animals and the habitats of ham animals and I've done different videos on the food groups and we've learned our colors in Spanish and they have awesome awesome videos to help tie the English and the Spanish colors together and we're doing a unit on learning about the human heart, and there's an awesome video, and it's all made for kids, so they it breaks it down so they can understand it. It puts it in a cartoon, um, puts it into easier terminology, and the kids are just fascinated by it. Today we learned about, we started talking about presidents, and I found an awesome informational video about presidents that broke down you know, what a president does and, and who were old, you know, presidents that we've had in the past. And it's just an awesome, awesome tool to do such a wide variety of things with your class, whether it's, you know, exercising and for fun and just to get them moving and giving a little bit of a break or to start them out on a new topic or to just give them more information on a topic. So hopefully this helps a little bit. I know, again, I know everyone knows what YouTube is and everyone kind of, goes to YouTube or Google for whatever they're looking for, but there's really, when you really dig deep into YouTube, there's lots of really awesome beneficial things that you can use for your classroom. So thank you. Have a great night. So as you can see, YouTube can be used as a fantastic classroom management tool if used properly. And that's a great example of how it is used in a lower elementary classroom for classroom management. I just want to add a few thoughts to this discussion as a wrap-up here. Of course, if you have YouTube in your classroom, that's great. If you don't have it, some districts block it, of course, unfortunately. And so it might be good to 
Instead, use YouTube Schools. Maybe they could unblock that, which is a smaller collection of videos, but they're all educational, and YouTube bills itself as a, as a clean area of YouTube, the YouTube Schools site. So I'll leave, that, I'll leave the links for all of these apps and websites on the blog. Also, as an alternative to Class Dojo, there is Live School, which is more of a, a, an older version, I think, of Class Dojo, more of a not-so-cartoony version. Not that that's bad, but it might not appeal to some students to have the cartoons. And then there's also another app for classroom management called Too Noisy, which is kind of interesting. It uses your built-in iPad microphone, and it determines a level of noise for your classroom, and you can actually use that. And you can measure the noise in your classroom over time so that it can tell you things about how noisy your class got and give students little badges or little rewards for not being too noisy and so forth. So those are some extra tools that I thought I would add into the list to round out our discussion of classroom management websites and apps. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.